Hey guys, it's Alexa. So we are doing a part two to last week's episode because when I was listening to the episode and editing it, I was like, okay, I've touched on some points, but there are some other points that I just want to touch on as well. Sometimes when I do these podcasts, like I've said before, hopefully not forever, but for right now, I'm a one woman show. And so when I the days that I get the podcast, it's kind of all crammed into one day. So I've done like two or three interviews by the time I go and record for Wisdom Wednesday. So sometimes I'm just really tired <laughs> and I don't always come with the best advice. And maybe you guys did get, I did get some things out of it as well. As a, you know, it's so funny, even as a writer, when you write, you're just writing from your heart and then or like, obviously we're podcasting, so I'm speaking, but like sometimes you're speaking from your heart and it's really true that when you're tapping into your authentic self and you're using your gift, the Lord speaks to, through you. So even sometimes with what I'm saying, I'm like, did I actually say that? <laughs> Was that God? But anyways, um, obviously it's all God. Hopefully it's all God using me to do what I need to do. But anyways, regardless of that, I just wanted to add to this. I felt we really needed a part two because for the first part, I talked a lot, almost if like I was focusing more on doing bigger things. We're talking about our past as in the past failures we've had as in from a business standpoint, but I feel like there is more an emotional side to a lot of this because there are things of our past that either we couldn't control or that happened to us or we made a mistake. I touched on it a little bit when I talked about the point in my life where I had, uh, I was just really aggressive with a friend and I had regretted that for a long time. And so I kind of touched on it in that point, but I really want to dive a little bit deeper into that topic of things rather than going over, uh, you know, the, it's almost like I was talking straight business, like <laughs> every, cause I, from a, the standpoint I'm in right now is I am trying to become an entrepreneur. Now you could call me an entrepreneur, but I have not made any money yet. And I know that's going to like shock some people, but because we think that the money just comes, it doesn't, it takes a little, it takes a little while for it to come. I'm going to be really honest with you. And so in my stage of life right now, I always talk from the beginning entrepreneur mindset because that's where I, I am at. But not everybody is there and not everybody wants to go there. And when this women podcast, when I created it, I didn't just create it for people who are trying to become entrepreneurs because I feel like there's a lot of those podcasts out there and there's nothing wrong with that. But there wasn't always a time in my life either that I was reaching for that entrepreneurial journey. Does that make sense? So I hope it does. So we're really going to try to dive into what I feel is going to be a harder topic because it requires me and it's going to require you as a listener to kind of really, it's going to bring up those past memories that we don't like to talk about. And they're really hard. Hopefully I don't cry this podcast. So I don't really know exactly what I'm going to say, but we're going to, we're just going to go in. So 
a friend had, I, I always ask people around me, what, what are some things that you need some wisdom on? Because I can come up with topics and things going on in my life, but I do have those weeks where I feel uninspired and I don't know what to talk about. And so she had mentioned to me, she's like, Hey, why don't you talk about how like not letting your past do to do cannot say that word for the love of all that is holy. <laughs> not letting your past dictate your future. And I thought, hmm, that's a really good one. Because there are things in our past, there are things that not only we have done, but there's things other people have done. That can really if we let it destroy us. When I think about the topic, the first thing that comes to mind was when I moved to a new school in my freshman year of high school. And I brought this up a little bit if you've listened to my other Wisdom Wednesday podcasts, but I was made fun of pretty bad my freshman year of high school. There were things that were said about me. I don't really know if I want to get into it just because I don't need to go down that hole. And honestly, I don't want to have to. I'm that person. I really am. (laughs) When something is said about me by someone, even though it's not at all true, I feel like I have to explain myself. And I'm just tired of being that person. I don't have to explain myself. But they're just really mean things said about me. I mean, I'll give you some examples. I guess, you know, she's weird. I was a Christian and at the time I wore a purity ring. I'm not in, I'm not supportive of the purity culture anymore, but at the time I was really proud of this purity ring and I had worn it not to show off like I was like a good person or anything. (laughs) It was just because I was proud of like my promise to God. And I was proud. I, if it wasn't for God, I probably wouldn't be here today. Let's just be honest. But And I'll get to that. But I just, they would make fun of me and they told me that nobody is ever going to love me. I'm never going to find anyone. I'm not pretty. I'm manly looking. You're fat. You're ugly. You're weird. Like, And then I was on the volleyball team. There, were, there weren't a lot of people on that team that accepted me. A few talked to me. But more talked to me after I wasn't on the team, if that says anything. So I, I don't know. I was just a new girl and I didn't have any friends. I didn't know anybody except my cousin who went there as well. And, but he was a guy, so <laughs> I'm not going to like re- rely on him to latch on to him. But yeah, it was just really hard that freshman year. I, I'm pausing so much because Here I am diving down that road and thinking about how dark it was during that time. Oh my gosh, I may start crying. Let me just say I am so thankful I get to homeschool because kids can be really mean. And I never want my children to feel the way that I felt for so long. You know, when you're, this happened like... (laughs) In 2009, so you'd think I'd be over it by now. And I am, but it's just when you, you know what I'm talking about when you dive down those memories and you think about how you felt during that time. It's not that you haven't forgiven those people, it's that you remember those feelings that you were feeling. And 
that's the hardest part. And during those months, you know, like I said, thank God I had God. Because he just always reminded me how worthy I was. And for so, because for so long, I didn't feel worthy. Like, I know I'm different. I know I'm nice. I know that, I mean, I'm not like this, I wasn't this great person, but I wasn't mean to people. Like, I'm not going to sit here and play the victim. I just, I was a new girl in a small town and sometimes small towns are just not acceptive of new people. Let's just be honest here. And I don't know why they didn't like me. I don't know why I wasn't accepted, but for many months, I would beg my mom to not let me go to school because I just didn't want to, I didn't want to go. I didn't want to deal with it. I didn't want to deal with having to try to get somebody to like me. And we, we shouldn't like have to do that. But when you're in high school, like (laughs) friends are the definition of you. But anyways, I'm dragging this out. All those things that they said to me just radiated in my mind every single day and have been in the back of my mind for many years. And during that year of that freshman year, I just, I did not want to live anymore. And I didn't do anything. Like I didn't go forth with anything because of my faith with God. So thank God I had him because I truly just didn't want to be here anymore. And I didn't want to tell my parents because I didn't want them to have to worry. But I didn't want to have to go back to my old school. I did have um, some really good friends there. But now that we're older, I see that we're very, we were very different people at that time. And I could see why God had separated me from that school. I, the thing is, is like, obviously I got past it, but their words, the things that they said to me had radiated in my life for so long. And I would let dictate me in so many things. And sometimes actually it keeps us from doing things, but it also fuels our fire. And unfortunately, I let it fuel my fire of this type of person that just became really prideful as if to put on a front, you know? And so what I would do is after high school, I would think of everything that they would say and I would go and work out and I got, you know, I got really buff after high school. I was buff, I should say. I'm so old. (laughs) I just became really into working out and powerlifting and stuff, but I didn't do it for me. I did it to prove to a point that I'm not fat, that I'm not ugly. And that was, that past was dictating my future. And now I've created this, I love working out still, but I don't at the same time. So I love the feeling after I work out, but I've created such a bad relationship with working out that I have to rebuild that relationship with working out because I associated it. I associated it for so long with trying to prove to the people I went to high school with that I was a pretty person. And I know that sounds so dumb, but I think we do this in so many things, like something that our parents have said or a teacher has said to us growing up or that some kid at school had said, you know, these these building blocks, they get placed in our life when we're younger. 
and we bring them into the future. And they can either obviously put us on the path to, you know, everybody's like, oh, just take what they said. And, you know, the, the term is like, take, take the lemons they give you and make lemonade. Well, sometimes we don't make lemonade. Sometimes we literally take that lemon and squeeze it into the eyes of other people. So what I'm saying is, is that when we're not letting our past dictate our future, don't let it inhibit you, but don't let it create a person that you never wanted to become either. I became so obsessed with working out that I never had an ED, but I would just, if I didn't work out for two to three hours a day, I just felt like I was unworthy. And so now that I have my daughter and I don't have a lot of time to work out, I have to rebuild this relationship with exercise because I can't do the two to three hours anymore. And honestly, it, honestly it's not healthy for me to do the two to three hours, especially pregnant and growing another human. But now I'm falling right back into that place of thinking about the past. So I'm kind of going really deep into this and I hope you're understanding what I'm trying to say. But whatever people have done to you, whatever they've said to you, whatever they've, you know, if you were essayed, if you were bullied, if you were physically abused, if you're verbally abused, it's really hard to not let another person's decisions or even our own in a way, not with the abuse part, but separately dictate how far we go. It's hard to not let that because we think about that for so long before I got online, I was like, I don't want people to know what happened to me in my past. I don't know. I don't want them to know. I don't want them to know anything about me because I, I have been a follower of Christ since I was eight years old, but I haven't always been a good example as a follower of Christ. Like so many quote unquote portray to be online and it, it's haunted me. You know, I, I cuss a lot. I don't want people to know that. But why? Because I don't want it to be a part of me. You know, I, I think a lot of times we are past either what we did in the past or what someone else did to us. That is our past. And it, and it's there. It needs to stay there. You know why we can't go back in time? Do you know why we can't go forward in time? Because it messes with everything. As cool as it looks on these TV shows, like I love Outlander, but she goes back in time and she messes with the time. She messes with the events to save her love. And that's why we can't go back. And so what you're doing when you go back is you're investing with the events of your life right now. I know it's hard to not think about the things that have been done to you or to think about the things that you have done or the mistakes you have made. But as I said in the podcast prior to this, it's not about either getting forgiveness from someone else for either something we have done or them asking or people, whenever they've done to us, asking us for forgiveness. It's about us in general, just forgiving ourselves. Am I truly still mad at those people for the way that they treated me in high school? No. I think what I'm more upset about sometimes is the fact that I forgot who God told me I was. Because at the end of the day, if these people would have given me, you know, they would have loved me and everything. Would I have remembered who God was throughout that entire season of life or would I have been so much on a high of being mispopular that I forgot him? Since I went through those hard times and all I had, I mean, I had other people, I had my family, I had my church family, but really 
when you're in that feeling of isolation and feeling alone, you don't feel like you have anyone around you. So at that moment in time, I really felt like all I had was God. And thank God I did. Because there are some really dark nights. It doesn't matter if your parents decided to not be your parents anymore. It doesn't matter if your mom, if your dad left and your mom is just a ball full of issues. It doesn't matter what the girls in high school said about you. It doesn't matter what your teacher said about you growing up. It doesn't matter what you did to yourself in the mirror, tearing yourself apart. It doesn't matter anymore. You got through it. You are here today and you got through it. And it could be tearing you apart right now. And I don't mean to go down memory lane, but for us to really move past some of the things that have happened to us or some of the things people have done to us or that we've done to ourselves. Like I said last week, we have to forgive ourselves. I have to forgive that 14-year-old Alexa who didn't want to be here anymore. They would have missed out on a great man because I did find one regardless of what they said. I would have missed out on two beautiful baby girls who hopefully will, the second one will be here and will be healthy. I would have missed out on this opportunity of being able to talk with you. There were things in college that were said to me as well. And I had a bigger backbone back then, (laughs) as we covered last week, that I uh, just didn't take. I got to a point where I didn't take people's crap, you know. But things are going to be said to you. They're going to be done to you for the rest of your life. Because people are just cruel. That's why. But how we respond, not only to them, and how we respond to ourselves is what is going to set the course. I want you to imagine the person that hurt you. Imagine this person. Don't imagine what they did. Just imagine them. And you're looking at them. And you yourself are chained to a wall. And you're looking at them. (laughs) Okay, this is going to sound strange. But seriously, just think about it. Those chains that are on the wall, those chains are what we call unforgiveness. And these chains of unforgiveness can be not forgiving the other person, but also not forgiving you. And I want you to look at that person and I want you to say, I forgive you. And then I forgive me. I forgive me for either not reacting, not standing up for myself, not preventing it, thinking terrible thoughts. I forgive me. And I want you to see those chains just fall off of you. We don't know how the other person's going to respond, but I'll tell you what you, what will happen with you when you respond is you are set free. I had a friend recently going through something and she said that she could never forgive this other person. She don't know if she'll ever be able to forgive this other person for what they did to her. And at that time, I was just letting her speak, but I hope I get the opportunity again to talk to her about it again. Because what we don't realize is that you not forgiving another person or you not forgiving yourself like, we'll just go with other people right now, okay? Just forget the yourself right now. Because most of the time, what's holding us back in our past is something somebody else has done to us. You not forgiving that other person, regardless of what you think, they, those chains are not on that other person. You see how that other person in the vision I just gave you didn't have chains? It's because they don't. There are going to be people in your life that are not going to apologize. There are going to be people in your life who are going to be awful people to you, who are going to do terrible, terrible things, and they're never going to say they're sorry. They're never going to own up to it. You want to know why? Because it's an insecurity within themselves. 
and they've got issues that they have not worked through. I'm not saying they have issues. I'm saying they have things that they have not worked through in life. Mean people are mean because something mean has happened to them. And then they portray that meanness to others. I'm getting really passionate here because this whole, I'm not forgiving them, that if that person hurt you and they never asked for forgiveness, they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. So you saying you're not going to forgive another person, that's not a hold on them. That's a hold on you. Forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for yourself. It's for you. And you're like, well, if I forgive them, then they win. No, you win. You win. What is me not forgiving those people in high school going to do? Most of them will never know that they hurt me. And most of them, even if they did know, probably don't care. So if I say, well, I'm not going to forgive you. Well, guess what they're going to say? I don't get, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. When you forgive another person, that takes the weight, that takes the shackles off of you. And then on top of that, a double whammy is when you turn around and you look in the mirror and you say, I forgive you, Alexa, for not standing up for yourself. It's okay. It's okay. You were scared. It's okay. Those people should have been there to protect you. It's okay. And this is just me flying off the handle talking to anybody right now. It's okay. Your parents should have been there. It's okay. You were young. It's okay. It's okay. There's nothing you can change now. Forgiveness for everybody. You may think it lowers, <laughs> it puts you on a lower pedestal, but it actually brings you up higher because it lets the world know, even if they don't know, once you forgive somebody, there's a light and it gets bigger and bigger inside of you. And when you forgive those people and you say, yeah, you don't affect me anymore, you become so much greater. Your potential, your authenticity, it just radiates off of you. It just, you get to become who you want to become because it, there's no longer these chains that are holding you back. And when you're free from those, you know, with that vision, when you broke free from standing in front of that person that hurt you, you can walk away. You can walk away now. And you don't ever have to talk to that person again. You don't ever have to relive that moment again. Forgiveness, when they say for, to forgive and forget. Forget maybe not what happened to you, but forget the ill feelings you have towards that person. Forget that. Because if you have those ill feelings, how can you grow? How can you grow others? How can you expand your love into other people? people. If you've got chains holding you back, reminding you of everything those people have said. So when I'm telling you to not let your past dictate your future, this is how you do it. You forgive. You forgive that person and you forgive you. You forgive the person you were at that moment. This is going to come an hour long podcast and I really can't be on much longer, but I need you to know that nobody is holding you back anymore. No other person is. The only person is you. If you're getting a divorce, and I'm not getting a divorce, so I'm not going to give a bunch of advice, okay? But if you're getting a divorce and you're separating from somebody who truly hurt you, forgive them. So then you can go and find somebody who truly loves you. But ultimately, you can learn to fall in love with yourself. You can love you so somebody else can fully love you the way that they should.
If you are without a parent, you have a heavenly father who loves you. And we may not all believe that. I respect that. But I just want you to know if you ever feel that way, if you feel like, man, I really want to get to know who this guy is, I'm telling you, God does love you. If you're still holding on to things from people that have really hurt you, that have said some awful things that have made you feel really low, forgive them. Just forgive them. Some people have had some really hard things in life and people say, well, that's no excuse because we've all had hard. Well, some of us have had harder than others. I'm not talking about me. There's a person in my life who's been through some really hard, terrible things. And she took out that anger on me. We were once friends. We're not friends anymore because I'm not going to be, not going to be beat up like that. But for so long, I was so mad at her, but I forgive her now. And I just feel, I feel sorry for her. And I hope that she's doing better. If you want to get better, if you want to do more in your future, if you want to do more things in life, if you want to expand, your heart cannot be closed. And we have a closed heart and heart when we don't forgive. I hope you enjoyed this podcast, guys. Just, it's a really hard thing to do. Forgiveness is really hard to do because we think that we lose, but we don't. We win. We win. And I'm my voice cracking because I keep crying, but we really do win. And we get to see the brighter side of things. Love you guys. And we'll be back next week. Hopefully it won't be such a hard topic, but I really hope this kind of expanded on the not letting your past dictate your future. Don't let it. The only way you can become the person you want to become is by doing the things you don't normally do, by doing the hard things, by doing the wise things. All right, I'm going to get off now. Like I said before, it's only a few short weeks left of my free The Next Podcaster ebook. So please go and download that. It's in the link below. After that, it's going to be for sale here. I'm not sure when. I'm saying in the next few weeks, though. So maybe by November, it's going to be, which is like next week, but when this goes live. But <laughs> maybe I'll wait till December. I don't know. But you should get it downloaded real quick before you, one day it's for sale. So, all right. Love you guys. Have a good day. See you later. 